You're listening to the Life with Old Dogs podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Mimnaw, primary caretaker of all of our wonderful senior German Shepherds right here at Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Life with Old Dogs podcast. Uh, Last week, I talked about what a typical day looks like at Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. So so just gave you a a brief look into everyday life of sanctuary life for us. Um, This week, I'm going to talk about what a not-so-typical day looks like at Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. So there are things that come up from time to time that um, that turn things around a little bit. And um, yeah, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not so good. All right, so I, I, I numbered them. <laughs> I numbered them uh, as they came to my mind. So the first thing that came to my mind is when a newbie arrives. All right, so typically um, the humans at the sanctuary are well aware when, uh, when a new senior German Shepherd resident is going to arrive. Uh, we've talked about it. We've met with the dog. Um, we've evaluated the dog. We may have even taken one of our senior German Shepherd residents to meet the dog um, to see how that dog is with with other dogs. Uh, but <laughs> the other dogs, the other senior German shepherds at the sanctuary don't know. They have no clue that a newbie's about ready to walk over the threshold and into their lives. Um, and you know, that, that, uh, that can, that can be tough. It can be tough. Now we have, we have residents at the sanctuary like Champ, Brandy, and Atticus who are readily accepting of other dogs when they when they come in they're just they're used to it um they're well adjusted you know their 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 personalities are all very similar champ brandy and atticus and they just go with the flow um jensen he's getting there he's getting there but he can be a little bit of a a tough cookie and prince is for sure a tough cookie like he he's not so readily accepting of a newbie um so so that can that can be a little bit of a juggling act, um, you know, making sure he's not feeling like I, I know I'm getting pushed to the back of the line. I just know I am to making sure that the newbies as comfortable as possible and that they're important too and that they matter too. Um, so so it's a lot. So that's that's number one for what a not so typical day looks like when a newbie comes in. Everyone knows it. And um, everybody's day is different for for a few days, actually. Um, and, and it just takes some adjusting and getting used to. But for the first day, for sure, or a couple of days, even week, um, it, it's definitely a not-so-typical day. <laughs> All right. Uh, number two of the not-so-typical day at the sanctuary is when... One of our 
beloved senior German Shepherd residence passes away. Um, wow, that's just that's just really really hard for everyone, both two legged and four legged, but mostly two legged. Um, sometimes we know it's happening. Uh, you know, if we have to take a dog to have them euthanized and we know it's happening. Other times we don't know because they've passed away on their own. And uh, that's, you know, that's definitely, um, that definitely throws off everything for the day. Uh, we are all sad. We are all grieving, um, especially if that dog who passed away had a buddy that they were close to, you know, one of the other dogs. Um like I think of Brandy and Atticus, uh, when whoever the first one of that duo passes away, I know the other one's going to be very upset because they're just, they're inseparable. They're always together. Um, so that, that is a big one. That's a big one right there. There's, there's nothing happy about that. And, um, it's a very solemn time and it requires, um, some patience and, and it's a big adjustment. Um, you know, right down to how many bowls of food we we put out, um, where that dog always slept, and uh, you know, just little little things like that, like where they like to be scratched the most, whether it was behind their ears or under their chin or on their chest, and and you know, it's hard not to it's hard not to think about all of those things, and. Um, it comes in waves. I have to say it absolutely comes in waves. Like some days are better than others uh, for me personally and Mr. Woody's place. And I, I wonder if it's the same for the dogs um, missing their their buddy that, that passed away. So I'm not sure. I wish they could tell us. Wouldn't that be great? Um, so that's number two, uh, senior German shepherd resident passing away. Number three would be um, illness. Now, I'm I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about DM. I mean, de- degenerative myelopathy. We just you know that's 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 every day for us. We deal with that all the time. I'm not talking about arthritis or hip dysplasia or you know any, anything like that. I am talking about an illness that um, comes on suddenly, um, like. Uh, like bloat or gastric dilation, or I'm sorry, gastric volvulus dilation. Or <laughs> Hold on a second here. I, I knew I was going to do that. I always say bloat. <laughs> it's just bloat. Uh, gastric dilation vol- volvulus. Uh, and that is, it, it happens in larger breeds with a big chest. And basically what happens is um, their stomach uh, swells up with air. That's the dilate part. And the volvulus part is that it twists and the air gets caught inside. Um, it's very, very painful. And um, it, is, it is a life or death situation. Um, it happens very, very suddenly. Uh, we've had it happen to us numerous times now, and I am telling you right here and now, it is something I will never, ever, ever be able to accept um, in a calm fashion. I try to remain as calm as possible, but I can't. I just can't. It's it's like PTSD for me. 
I just, I'm so, once it happens to you and you know the symptoms, I think it's so traumatizing for the the dog and the people that nobody ever actually gets over it. And, you know, so when you deal with uh, senior German Shepherds like we do on a regular basis and it has happened to us several times, I'm always waiting for that other shoe to drop. Uh, So I'm talking about that. When an illness like that happens, um, everything stops. Everything's everything typical stops. Um, dogs might not. The rest of the dogs might not eat when they're supposed to eat. It might be later. Um, they might not get the walks that they get uh, typically during a regular day because we are in a life or death situation with another senior German Shepherd resident. Um, yeah, so that is that is something I would not wish on any any dog owner, um, and if. It happens to you. You better be prepared for it. Um, we have information on our website um, in the resources section. Um, if you go to our blog, Life with Old Dog Blogs, and you click on the top link and it says resources, there's a there is a blog post in there about um, about bloat. Uh, all right, number four. That would be trips to the vet. <laughs> um, so that that happens you know, a little more frequently than these other things that I have mentioned, a newbie coming in, a dog passing away, or sudden illness. Um, Trips to the vet happen uh, frequently, but they don't happen every day. And um, when they do happen, whether it be because, you know, we have to have blood work done, routine checkup, med check, toenails clipped, um, or something a little more serious, um, the days it's a different day. It's it's not a typical day. Uh, for one, the dog that's going to the vet is usually pretty stressed and upset, and um, sometimes it's like like Atticus, uh, Atticus, and and now Prince. It's like wrestling a T Rex trying to a raptor trying to get them to the vet and get them to behave. In fact, Atticus is is so bad we have to sedate him before he he goes and uh, I have to laugh a while ago I want to say it was maybe in the beginning of this year um, we took champ and Atticus to the vet now they had to go to they went together because the vet's like 45 minutes away but they went for different reasons and champ if that trip really displayed their true personalities my champ was just in the back seat he was all laid back he was calm he's just like you know, I don't know what's going on here, but I I better be getting a cheeseburger from McDonald's after this. That's all I get to say. And no one better bother me the rest of the day when I get home. Now, Atticus, on the other hand, yeah, Atticus was like jacked up as soon as we pulled in the parking lot. That was on a sedative. Okay, it was like nothing ever happened. It was like he didn't take anything at all. He was so jacked up. He was ready to rip someone's face off as soon as I took him out of the, the truck. I mean, he was just ready to rip somebody's face off, and it was ugly. <laughs> the whole thing was just ugly. So, um, yeah. So it might be a trip to the vet, maybe a little more typical than the others, but it's still not a typical uh, everyday occurrence, and that usually um, usually turns whatever dog is going, usually turns their day upside down, and possibly mine too, or whoever is taking that dog to the vet. All right, so that was number four. Moving on to number five. 
Um, each one of the dogs has their own personality. And just like people, some days their personality varies a bit, whether, you know, it, it could be that they're extra happy because they got, you know, their favorite treats or they went for a ride or they got a new toy that they absolutely love. Or it could go the other way. Uh, maybe they're not feeling so great. Maybe their arthritis is bothering them. Maybe, maybe you know, one of the other dogs that they really don't care for keeps laying next to them or getting too close to their food dish or something like that. Um, personality conflict is is number five. And uh, again, it's it's not something we deal with every day because we're really, really good at making sure that for the most, their personalities of the senior German Shepherd residents are to get along, they have to go along. Um, we're really good at doing that. And, and so far, so good. Knock wood. Here, I'll knock on my head here. Knock wood. <laughs> um, it's worked out. But that is not to say that there there isn't some personality conflicts. And it's usually something like I just indicated, you know, someone's laying too close. One of the dogs is laying too close to one of the other dogs or I throw a ball and one of the dogs thinks that they're getting it, but another dog got it first and then they're kind of cranky about it. Um, and, and it could escalate. It could escalate into uh, a fight. And we've had we've had lots of fights at the sanctuary over, you know, our last um, last decade plus. Uh, you know, if if you're going to deal with any sort of animal, you have to be you. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when, and you have to know how to to deal with it. Um, now, you know. Senior German Shepherds, of course, they st- they get into fights. Of course they do. Um, it's not the same, though, as, you know, like two two-year-old male German Shepherds going at it or two, you know, two-year-old female German Shepherds going at it where they're just huge and strong and, you know, maybe immature and hell-bent on, you know, I'm going to win this. Um, it's a little different with senior German Shepherds. First of all, most of them aren't in great physical shape. Um, quite a few of them fall down. <laughs> they can't really, you know, they don't really have what it takes to actually engage in a fight, at least not for any length of time. Um, the other thing is quite a few of them, their teeth are ground down pretty far. So, you know, they might be trying to um, commence in the act of biting, but nothing's really happening. It's just a bunch of rawr, 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 and slobber and, you know, all that stuff. Nonetheless, fights do happen. It's not every day. It's not even every other day. It's not even every other week, but they do come up from time to time. Uh, and that stresses the other dogs out when there's, when there's a fight. Um, again, that's another way you can tell, you know, decipher between personalities. Um, other dogs will run to a fight. Uh, Savvy will run to a fight. Um, Prince will run to a fight. Um, even Atticus might run to a fight. Now, whether they engage or not, 
is is one thing. Most of the time, they don't. Prince will engage in a fight. Prince Prince likes to fight. Um, Champ and Brandy, they run the other way. They don't want anything to do with it. And poor Jensen, he can't really run anywhere. So he's usually just um, minding his own P's and Q's. Um, but anyway, yep, fights happen. Not so typical. And no fun, but they do happen, and uh, we've become experts in breaking up breaking up dog fights. All right, um, number six. Number six is visits visits from outsiders, um, and I'm not talking about common uh, uh i'm sorry i'm not talking about volunteers who the, the dogs are very familiar with because the volunteers are over so much um they're they're you know that's more like an everyday occurrence that they're familiar with i'm talking about um volunteers maybe new volunteers volunteers that they haven't seen in a long time family when we have family uh come over and visit um and you know i i've said it before these these dogs in our care these senior german shepherds in our care they are part of our family they live in our house um this this is not a situation where they're in a building and we just go visit them and then close the door at the end of the day and you know say see you later they're in our house and with us, you know, morning, noon, and night. Uh, it is sanctuary life. This is not a nine to five job. This is this is life, and it is a way of life. And it's not for everyone. I get that. Um, but when we have people over to visit, uh, whether it's you know for dinner, for lunch, cookouts, um, celebrate a birthday, whatever, they don't get locked up. They don't get locked up. They don't get put away. Um, they're out. They're out with everyone. They're interacting with everyone, and they're loving it. And our 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 family is very very supportive. No one ever bats an eyelash at it. Um, I come from a family of people who who do rescue um, and who aren't af- afraid of gladiator the gra- the gladiator breeds. Um, in my mom, she rescues pit bulls and rotties. My sister does the exact same thing. Uh, my other sister had a German Shepherd. My other brother had a German Shepherd. Um, my son rescued a German Shepherd. Um, my other son, they have huge dogs, like 150-pound dogs, um, and they rescue their dogs. Uh, so we have, but and even my kids who haven't really rescued any dogs, they, they grew up with dogs. They are very familiar with dogs, especially German Shepherds. And um, it is a way of life for us. And no one's like, oh, you know, geez, I'm coming to visit. Can you please put that dog away? Because, you know, it's a big dog. And I'm just I just don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> nobody's nobody's coming to my house and um, saying that. Um, but the dogs are really, really worked up when people come to visit. I mean, even Champ and Brandy, who typically spend a majority of their day on their beds, sleeping, resting, relaxing, whatever, they're up, they're active, they're engaged, they're they're very, very excited. They're looking for treats. They're looking for pats on the head. They just they just want new people to to see them and interact with them. Um, they want to go out in the field and run around, go on the trails in the woods, have someone throw, you know, a ball to them or whatever whatever, um, and even show off their barking skills, you know, at the ducks, or I'm sorry, at the chickens and goats. <laughs> um, so 
That is something that uh, is very, very positive. I love when that happens. I love when people come and visit and get to see the dogs and the dogs get to show off for them. It is definitely a, a, a bright spot in their um, otherwise sedentary lives. I mean, they're they're super thrilled with people when people come over. Uh, but it doesn't happen every day. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't have people in your house every single day celebrating for one reason or another. Although I'm sure the dogs wish that would happen. <laughs> um, so, okay, uh, you know, this is this is short. This is a short one compared to the others' this podcast. But um, I really can't think of anything else that would qualify for a not so typical day in in um in sanctuary life except for maybe if the power goes out <laughs> that might be uh that might be a bonus i don't know if i would call that um number seven or eight i'm sorry i don't forget what i'm up to now but i don't know if i'd call it that but um I've mentioned it I don't know how many times. I live in a rural area, although it's becoming more populated since um, since COVID happened. Uh, we have quite a few people from um, New York City and New Jersey, that uh, northern Jersey, that have moved into our area and are now calling it home. Um, but... But <laughs> we still don't have great service in terms of electricity and power. Um, I, I know our, electri- our electric company does the best that they can, but ultimately we are still a rural area and the infrastructure is is dated. And, you know, when the power goes out, which it happens often here because we have trees all over the place and they take out wires and transformers and all that stuff. When the power goes out, um, it goes out. We are not um, we are not on a grid that supplies power to a whole lot of people. Um, so we're not really a priority. And, um, you know, what they, they do is they prioritize when and who gets their power back on. And it's typically in a more uh, densely populated area, which we are not. So the dogs and myself and Mr. Woody's place have had dinner by candlelight quite a bit. And unfortunately, on those nights, that's the night that the dogs will get canned dog food with their dry because I can't really cook for them or anything like that because we don't have any power. Um, so, yeah, so that that will just that's a little bonus. Not so typical day in the life of Woody's place when the power goes out. I start to fret and stress because we have well water and um you know, I can't get water and they, they need water. They need water and the cats need water and the chickens and goats need water. And I start to panic. So if I if there's even a hint of trouble that the power is going to go out, I start filling up our tub with with water. So and um, containers, um, jugs and buckets even. So I, I know that at least will the dogs um, will be able to drink and have fresh, fresh water. All right, so that's it. They're they're not so typical days in the life of Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. Okay, folks, so that is it for this week. Um, next week, we are having a special guest on, or I'm having a special guest on. When I say we, he doesn't know it yet. But next week, I am going to be interviewing Mr. Woody's Place, <laughs> and he is going to tell you 
how this crazy, crazy sanctuary life has turned his world in um, upside down from uh, a suburban boy who didn't have any pets, maybe a dog for like two weeks, to living with this country girl who <laughs> animals is her life, and he has all these all these old dogs living in the house with him all the time, and how she made him fall in love with a bunch of cats, and now he's this crazy cat guy, and how he takes care of all of it if the country girl has to go away overnight or something like that. So we are going to be talking with Mr. Woody's Place next week, and um, you're going to get his point of view for uh, Sanctuary Life. All right, folks, that's it. That's all I have for this week. Until next time, be well.